Aim a Little Higher podcast, episode 28. What's up, guys? It's Kamal Hyman here. Before we get started on today's episode, I just want to take a quick moment out to, firstly, thank you all for listening and subscribing and being part of this show. We are set to double the amount of listeners we had in January uh, this month in February, which is absolutely amazing. I am so grateful for each and every one of you that supports the show. So thank you so much and please continue to like it, share it and leave a review to let other people know what the show is all about. Now, I talk a lot about building your personal brand and that involves constant improvement. And this show is no different. I spent time looking back on the last episodes listening carefully and thinking what small tweaks can be made to make sure you as the listener get the most content out of it and have clear steps that you can go and take to build your personal brand. So we've made a few changes and for our regular listeners you're going to notice it within this episode. We've kind of changed the format so we've kept the rapid round which I know people loved but we're going very much more specific in the lessons. So we're going to, have to spend about 10 minutes at the beginning really getting to know our guests, what they're about and why on earth you should actually listen to them. And then we go into 50 minutes of a solid lesson where we're going to teach you a lesson picked by a guest on how to design, build, discover or present your personal brand. So this is a lot more direct, a lot more to the point, And I think you are going to love the change. And I'd love to hear your feedback because, like I say, it's about constant improving and always aiming a little higher. We've even got a new intro. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, episode 28. It's really about how to use your title and your status as a student as a secret weapon to make interesting connections with people and build a personal brand very quickly. You're listening to the Aim a Little Higher podcast, helping you stand out in a crowded world. And now, introducing your host, he was an Olympic torchbearer, Peter Jones National Entrepreneur of the Year, and professional branding coach, Kamal Hyman. What's up, guys? It's your boy, Kamal Hyman. Welcome to the Aim a Little Higher podcast. It is my absolute pleasure to introduce today's guest. He's an entrepreneur helping startups create great content marketing campaigns and is currently writing a book about how university students can start a business before they graduate. He's the founder of Content Cake. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the one and only Kyle Gray. Kyle, welcome to the show, man. Thanks so much for having me on, Kamal. No problem at all. Thanks for reaching out to us and letting us know about your journey. How are you, first and foremost? I'm doing great. I'm talking to you from... Uh... Medellin, Colombia right now, which is uh, uh, one thing One thing that's nice about having a business that you can uh, work online is uh, it doesn't quite matter where you are as long as you have an internet connection. Tell me about it, man. It's beautiful. Like, yeah. We literally sat, I sat in my office talking to someone from the States. I, yeah, I love technology. Yeah. Um, so I came down here about a month ago. Um, I've loved South America. When I was a student, I did a, an exchange in Argentina. I learned how to speak Spanish, and I absolutely just fell in love with the, the people and the place. And so uh, my girlfriend works online as well. She's a fitness coach, and so we came down here about a month ago to kind of uh, spend the winter in a, in a warmer, warmer place. And uh, yeah, it's, it's great. Technology has made it so easy. You can you can plug in and find an apartment with Airbnb in, you know, a matter of days. And uh, um, there's Uber down here or there's also lots of like kind of other taxi apps. 
And so you can just get plugged in in a new place with these days of technology and be and have a great time with it. Wow. So you and your girlfriend both run your businesses purely online. Yeah. So no matter where you are, you just pick up a laptop and you can get back into your business. There's definitely some places that you you want to pick out that, uh, you know, they have some like advantages for a nice lifestyle or, you know, you, you want to have some minimal infrastructure. I couldn't, I couldn't quite like uh, plug in in the Himalayas or something <laughs> quite yet, but, but maybe someday. I'm, I'm sure that someday, um, you know, you're just going to be able to have your, your phone's going to be able to tether the most amazing internet and it won't matter where you are. Seriously, um, run your business from the Maldives. Yeah. <laughs> that is absolutely awesome. Uh, we were speaking briefly, you know, kind of before the interview. Um, and I just want to commend you on the journey. You you explained how, you know, you started with the um, WP Curve, learned mm-hmm. there and then left and started your own business. Can you just give people a quick background on how, how you found a content cake? Yeah. Um, so it's, it's, uh, it's, it's quite a big journey. Um, and uh, yeah, if, you, if I just look back on myself a year before, um, I never would have imagined where I would have been uh, now. But uh, so I started, I, I kind of heard about um, people starting businesses and traveling the world uh, while growing their businesses online um, kind of early on in my time at university. And uh, for a couple of years, I, it, was, it was almost kind of like something, some kind of voyeur where I was like peeking in and I was like, oh, well, I could never do that. I could never start my own business. I don't, I don't know anything about that stuff. And, okay. uh, and you see business as, I don't know, what, a lot of times when, when you say the word business or starting your own business, you think of like, I don't know, just uh, bank executives. Yeah, you, you know, go to the extreme. Like, I'm going to make the most money in the world. But really, <laughs> it's, uh, um, uh, what I've found is it's, it's been about just uh, finding interesting ways to, to help people out and uh and you know turn it into a lifestyle um similar to what you're doing so um throughout our kind of near the end of my time at the university i found this mastermind group that was offered called the foundry which was essentially just a group of students Uh, we started out with about 30 and we'd meet once a week and uh, try and help each other figure out how to start our businesses and progress with that and so little by little, um, I started learning uh, what I liked and what I didn't like about business. And I was trying different models. I tried to make a, a customized leather jacket store that completely failed because I, I don't care nearly enough about fashion um, <laughs> oh, yeah. to, to make that happen. But I really I, I uh, realized I enjoyed marketing quite a bit. And so... Um, I started with conversion cake because I thought it was an interesting, um, the art of conversion optimization is looking at websites and seeing how people interact with the design of it and the, the writing on it and seeing if you can find ways to improve it. And it was like an interesting combination of art and science. Um, and also through the foundry, I started talking to different entrepreneurs, both in, uh, in my hometown of Salt Lake City and um, around the world. And so I met uh, one of the founders of WP Curve over a, a podcast interview just like this one. His name is Dan Norris, who's been building his business, uh, who's built several businesses now with content marketing. And uh, I started talking to him 
figuring out what he was doing. And uh, we, after the interview, we stayed in touch and I kept him posted on what I was doing. And he said he was looking for uh, an apprentice or somebody to help him take over the content marketing nice. for his startup WP Curve. And so right then, I, as soon as I saw that email going out, I dropped everything I was doing, um, like sat down and wrote this kind of giddy email uh, talking to him about it. And <clears throat> within, uh, you know, within a, a couple months of that, I was on a plane uh, flying to Asia for a, uh, a conference called the Dynamite Circle Conference, which is a, uh, <clears throat> a conference for location-independent entrepreneurs. Uh, to meet Dan and get started doing this. Powerful, so, man. I love that you reached out to him and made it happen. Yeah. Um, and so that was, yeah, I spent about a year um, taking over the blog, trying to get 10 pieces of very high-quality content. So these are helpful blog articles for yeah. um, entrepreneurs to grow or market their business. And though I thought I was a good writer before, um, I realized I had a lot to learn really quickly. Um, and, uh, it was, it was challenging at times, but I kept going and, and little by little started developing these skills and improving my writing and improving my understanding of, of entrepreneurs and how to work with them and, and built up a bit of a, a personal, the content that, that I created through there. And so, um, after all of, after all of this, uh, content marketing has been a really interesting, um, and growing a style of marketing and a lot of startups want more help doing that and yeah. so uh, at the end of the at the end of 2015 i left wp curve um and it was it was uh part of the plan all along dan wanted to bring somebody on that was interested in being an entrepreneur and and helping them start a business Love and so um i kind of pivoted my original business conversion cake to help uh help train um, startups to do content marketing and kind of help them in the in the background systems. How do you create a strategy? How do you create an editorial calendar? Um, how do you manage guest writers? Fantastic. So Fantastic. It's been really successful so far. Love that. I love that you first and foremost reached out as soon as the opportunity came up. It flew to Asia <laughs> to, to meet the guy and then, yeah, stuck in there, worked hard, sharpened your craft and have now left to start your own business and I think that's absolutely amazing and I want my listeners please guys listen to that story again because that's powerful found someone he, he he looked up to reached out to them got involved worked his socks off and then is now in a position where he can do it for himself that's amazing car and want to quickly find out what are you excited about right now what project is going on for you right now that you're excited about so along with uh Conversion Cake's been really exciting to build and grow, and uh, it's running pretty nicely right now. I have I have some good clients, but uh, what I'm what I'm spending uh, a lot of my time doing right now is I'm writing a book, and I'm kind of breaking down a lot of the processes or a lot of the things that ha the little pieces that came together in the in my story and the story of a lot of other people I've heard on how a student can build a business before they graduate and actually use kind of secret weapons that a lot of students have, how they can um, make interesting connections, learn the ins and outs of a business, and kind of engage with, with interesting people, and have a, a good business, a good personal brand, or a good network, 
all before you graduate, uh, which yes. will, will lead to a lot more opportunities. Um, even if you don't want to be in a business, maybe you just still want to have a job after you graduate. Um, that's that's fine too. But just starting a business and having a proven track record that you can do something interesting is uh, yeah. is one of the best ways to be competitive and to be interesting in the job market these days. I love it. Get your business started before you graduate. Thank you so much for that message because I think a lot of people while they're in a course, it's like, I'm just going to get this course done. Let me get the degree. Then I'm going to start this business. It's like, no, start now. Start the club, start the mastermind now. So that by the time you leave, you've got momentum. You've got proof of concept. You can show to potential employers, hey, I haven't just been studying theory. I've been doing the practice as well. So I'm looking forward to that book coming out. We'll definitely have to let listeners know when, when you finish that project, man. Absolutely. And we'll, we'll link to a page where they can, they can get some updates, but but I totally agree with you. I I know a lot of, uh, I mean, I did it as well, but I think a lot of students these days and young people, they almost have this, uh, they, they kind of jokingly, ironically say like, okay, well, when I get into the real world, (laughs) you know, they, there's a, there's kind of a separation that they seem to perceive, but, uh, but the truth is life's happening right now. And, uh, and uh, especially when you're a, when you're a young student and you're and you're smart and you're surrounded by other smart people, it's one of the best times to really start developing a skill and a craft and, so and true. do great things. So um, true. And you, I love the fact that you mentioned the word about their personal branding uh, during during your explanation of the book. And I just want to find out from you, what does personal branding mean to you, and why does it matter? So I think personal branding is. Uh, um, is what people know you for or what, how people come to recognize you. Personal branding is, is kind of what happens when, um, you know, if, if two of your friends are talking um, and they're like, man, I have this problem or I don't know what to do with this. And then somebody's like, you need to talk to this guy. You yes. need to talk to Kyle. Um, and it's, it's something that just they're like, they know that's what you're about. You take a stance and it's something that, are, you know, it's a topic or a, a theme or, or something that you're willing to present yourself on and take risks on and take a stand on. Um, yes. And just uh, and developing or, you know, developing that and building that out. Powerful. I love that. I completely agree. Now, I know you're here with a lesson, which is absolutely amazing. And before we get into that, I'm going to take you for the rapid round really quickly, just to find a little bit more out about you before we get into your lesson. Let's dig in. All right. Firstly, what time do you wake up? Depending on my kind of location on where I am or, or how I'm feeling, but it's anywhere between 5.30 and 7 a.m. Beautiful. What's one thing you do in the morning to guarantee a productive day? I have a quite a regimented morning routine uh, that has some meditation, journaling, and all these things. But I think one thing that, that helps me um, I feel like I have a productive day at the end of the day and, and lets, gives me a chance to relax as I write down, um, a, I call it a power list. But it's just three to five things um, on the day, just the checklist that I can do that I'll know that it'll be a good day and I'll be moving towards my goals. And they don't always have to be business-related um, and it's certainly not the things that you're like, you obviously have to do, but yeah. it's, it's something that you can. So yeah, I'm not going to write, check my email and respond. To my <laughs> yeah. But it'd be like, um, write 500 words in the book today. Okay. Um, create, create a new landing page on my website. 
um, reach out to three people to uh, talk to them about the service. Um, and so as you, as day by day, as you check those off, it just makes you feel, you know, you can relax at the end of the day, you know the day is done. And it also over time helps me feel like, okay, well, I'm in control of my life. I know, I know the direction that I'm moving in and, and I can do what I want to do. So it's a really powerful, uh, really simple trick. Uh, ah, I love that, man. That's fantastic. It's even better if you do it um, kind of in the night right before you go to bed because then you just wake up and you're like, I know exactly what's up. Yes, your brain's worked on it while you're asleep. (laughs) Yeah, and you just jump right into it. It feels great. Powerful. If you could be any animal, which would you be and why? I I really like flight. Um, I think like a red-tailed hawk would be be really cool Um, flying around. And uh, I also like how they can, they have really good vision and can see in high detail. I I always, um, that's one of the most interesting thing about kind of the, the predator birds is how they can see, like, I just wonder what, like what the world looks like. Yeah. Ah, What's your favorite dessert? Ooh. So, um, my favorite dessert, I don't know if this is really a dessert, but I treat it like a dessert. It's, a, it's an Indian food. It's called a paratha, which okay. is kind of like a crepe. Um, so you get them, you buy them frozen, and then you kind of fry it up on a frying pan, and it turns into like this. It's, it's kind of shaped like a crepe, but it's kind of crispy like a croissant. Okay. And I'll put Nutella or uh, uh, slivered almonds on that, <laughs> and it's amazing. So, yeah, check out your, your Middle Eastern market and find the parathas if you want a crazy dessert. Beautiful. Name one thing you couldn't go without. So um, something funny that I, I get really antsy without is uh, fingernail clippers. Um, <laughs> if, uh, I love that. You know, if you like, if I close my hands and kind of make a fist and I can feel my fingernails um, uh, touching my, my skin, then I get all kinds of like, antsy um I every think listener I, right now just clenched their fist <laughs> to feel yeah, their nails. Yeah. i just did it myself to, they're trying to see if, it, if it's time um so yeah nice so, um, you're at a karaoke bar what's your go-to song always always uh new york new york by frank sinatra oh very nice very nice yeah. classic uh, yeah yeah i remember uh uh singing that in a karaoke bar in uh in Korea with a few friends uh, uh, probably last year. And yeah, you just, you can go all out on it. You don't, uh, I feel like everybody can sing along at least for the, the first. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um, for the first few lines and then it's down to you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> can you tell us something most people don't know about you? So um, I think uh, a lot of uh, this, this uh, creativity and this writing and, um, a lot of kind of my entrepreneurial urges, I think, come from being a musician and uh, be, getting up on stage, writing a song, and just kind of being being crazy and putting on a on a good performance. Um, and yeah, I used to be in a in a band called the the Cosmonauts, and I also um, was doing my own singer songwriter stuff for a while. Nice, nice. And finally, what's your biggest distraction? So. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm like even hesitant to admit this right now, but there's a, I have a game on my phone called uh, Hearthstone, which is, is kind of like a mix between almost like poker and chess where you, you collect different cards and you, you battle people online. 
and it's like it's something easy that you can pick up and play for five minutes and then put down so but that's also the problem is because it's like you know you're like oh well it's not like a huge commitment i don't i don't really uh play computer games a lot anymore and so but this one still kind of sneaks in and uh and is always calling you know to me <laughs> when i like you got a lot of work to do a lot of hard hard work ahead but oh, maybe just one quick game. yeah yeah awesome awesome so it's time for the lesson as you know, we teach the four steps to build a personal brand. Discover, design, build, and then present. Which section have you chosen, and what's the lesson, Kyle? So this could fall under design or build, but it's really about how to use your title and your status as a student as a secret weapon to make interesting connections with people and build a personal brand very quickly. Powerful. So can you tell us a story, kind of how you learned the lesson? So, um, again, kind of in this discovery process of uh, kind of when I was making the shift between I can't really start a business, I don't know anything about that, to, uh, to going to work for WP Curve. Um, I uh, was, was still at my university, and I wanted to figure out how to do it. And so I wanted to get in touch with interesting people, interesting entrepreneurs, um, and one of the things that I learned um, as I was trying to start a business and, and uh, some of my mentors were telling me was just start to talk to business owners. And uh, I found it incredibly easy um, to get, get, uh, get on phone calls, have lunches with, with people in my hometown or, or uh, invite somebody to speak um, if I was just saying, hey, I'm a student and... Or, okay. hey, I'm a student and I'm doing some research on this. Um, if you can tie it to an actual uh, project that you're doing uh, to get school credit, even better. But um, just, you know, you can do research on whatever you want, whether or not it's homework or not. Um, so, yeah. So one of the first things I was doing for Conversion Cake is uh, being from Salt Lake City, I love to ski and I wanted to get involved with the skiing and outdoor industries. So I looked up a bunch of the companies that um, uh, that were in my my hometown and I would call them up and say, hey, I'm I'm learning about conversion optimization. And I just wanted to come visit you guys and talk to you about how you're working on your website, how you're doing your online marketing and and time and time again. Um, they were like, yeah, come on in. Let me show you, let, let's show you the books of the business. Let me wow. tell you all my secrets, you know, and let me take you out to lunch. Um, they were, they were almost always honored that, uh, a student was, was taking interest in them. And it actually, the, the reverse happened to me, um, uh, not too long ago, a few months back where, a, a girl from Switzerland was doing a, uh, thesis on online marketing for startups. And she wanted to do an interview with me. And I was, of course, like, yeah, I'm honored. I'm, let's, you know, when do we set up the call? Let's do it as soon as possible. Mm -hmm. And so um, <clears throat> a lot of students just kind of stay on, stay on campus or, or uh, you know, just stay concerned with their immediate group of friends. But really, they don't realize they have this power to connect with people in, in meaningful ways. The lesson behind it is literally... I am a student and I would like to kind of thing. That, that sentence in itself has the power. Yeah. And there's also, um, you can take this further. Uh, not, only, not only does the title of student have power, but 
Um, just there's resources at your university that you can turbocharge this. You know, I, I see, I've seen a lot of students, and I did the same, where you know we line up by the hundreds to uh, to try and get a $500 scholarship that will maybe help us buy a couple of books. But um, there was a really interesting writer uh, and blogger that I resonated with named Mark Manson, who uh, a couple of years back mentioned he was doing a speaking tour uh, through the US. And I invited him out, um, kind of figured out uh, a ballpark um, uh, estimate about what it would cost to have him come visit, um, and went to my student government, not necessarily the, the students of the student government, but kind of the administration and the people who coordinated events and said, hey, there's this blogger I really like. He talks about these, these things. He's talking about entrepreneurship, personal development, and I think it would be uh, really cool to have him come speak. Uh, can I have this much money? And within a conversation, you know, I, was, I, I had a huge budget um, to, or I mean, it seemed huge to me at least at yeah. the time. Um, and not only that, but they helped me market the event. They helped me get a room for the event. They helped, they brought in the pizza to bribe the <laughs> to come in. And it was a standing, like the, the room was totally packed. Wow. All the chairs were taken. People were filling up in the back. All the pizza was eaten. And I got to do this really big favor for um, for Mark, who was trying to build his brand, build some awareness, um, and yeah, gave it, gave him a sold out show. So not only did I get by uh, inviting somebody who was interesting to me um, to campus, uh, made a made an interesting connection with somebody, hooked them up, and then on campus, I had a little bit of a reputation as a, a person who could bring interesting people to the campus. And so that was kind of like a double-sided benefit to uh, building my personal brand and building my network. Um, Love it. Love it. Yeah. That's an amazing lesson. And what can our audience, what practical steps can our audience take to implement this into their own lives? Like if there was a top three things they could do, what would they be? So I would figure out somebody in your, in your hometown, if possible, um, that's that you want to be like, you know, maybe you don't, don't try or somebody who you could, you could achieve a similar life in maybe five to 10 years or, um, and call them up and ask them out to ask them out to lunch. Um, you know, you, you don't even have to say I'm doing research, but just say, Hey, I really like where you are in life. And I'd, I'd like to figure that out for myself. Um, can we talk? And so that would be a good one. Um, also, uh, <clears throat> I, I would, uh, if you, if you can't do that, uh, get on a Skype call with somebody and I think you just, just dig in and, and see what it is about their lives that have brought them to the point that you really admire and, and start connecting with people, uh, outside of the, outside of your campus and using your, your status as a student or as simply as a young person. Uh, with bright, starry eyes, who wants to, <laughs> you know, people people really admire. They're almost always honored to to help you out. Powerful, powerful. So it sounds to me like if you want to get into a certain industry, and we'll use I don't know the example of being a chef. While you're studying cooking in university on your degree in the culinary arts, you would then step out, find a chef locally who you like. 
and you'd reach out to that chef and say, hey, my name's Carl Gray. I'm a student studi- currently studying uh, chef mastery <laughs> at university. I'd love to get 30 minutes of your time on Skype or take you out for a coffee. That kind of thing to start off with. And then use that opportunity to pick their brains and find out more about the industry. Exactly. And uh, if you want to take it a step further, um, ask them about a problem that they have. Um, and then see if you can, uh, because there's, everybody has a lot of different problems growing their business or becoming a better chef or, you know, figure out for their work and see uh, if you can uh, find a solution for them. Um, oh, and do something that's powerful. That. That's powerful. Yeah. That seriously, and, if you can find someone you, who you would look up to and admire, find out a problem they have and then solve that problem. You you go up in their estimations so much. It happened to me recently. Someone was looking for someone to edit all their videos for their company training, deciding what video video videographer could do it quickly. I jumped in and said, hey, do you know what? I'll do it for you. Got it done. Got it back to him within a few days. We're now negotiating on price for me to do it regularly. Like, just because I did the favor and, and solved the problem. So I think that is absolutely so powerful and also it doesn't like you're asking for something because you're solving their problem and you could even if you really want to like scale this up and and imbue it into a personal brand um that that kind of like leaves a a trail of breadcrumbs of awesomeness for you um uh take it or take the solution and and you know offer it to them but ask them if you can post it on your blog and talk about how you met this chef and uh and you solved that, or you you discovered this problem, and and your ideas for how to solve it. Um, and if they're you know prominent on social media, they might share it, or they're going to talk to their friends about it. And then you also have this kind of documented experience of of how you interacted with this person and helped them. And if you can do one of those a week, or even one of those a month, you know, starting from when you're when you know even before you graduate. Uh, university or right when you're starting, um, by the time uh, by the time you graduate, you're going to have so many opportunities uh, yeah. that that few people, you know, uh, you know, will no, get think... with, uh, with top grades or or a, a, a prestigious degree. Yeah, I think that's absolutely amazing, and you've made the benefits of it so clear as well. So, guys, the lesson is the power behind saying. I am a student and the power behind the title student. That's amazing. Reach out to someone, let them know you're a student, you want to learn some more, you want to do some research. Use that time to figure out what made them tick and then from there fix a problem and you've got that contact forever and that will help you stand out in the real world so much. Kyle, before we let you go, how can our listeners get in contact with you if they want even more great advice? Uh, you can reach out to me on Twitter at Kyle the Gray, and uh, I'll be sure to include a link on that. If you want updates and, and more tri- tips and tricks kind of similar to this um, that will be put together in the book, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll have a link. But uh, my website is kylegray.io, um, and I'm building that out right now with some uh, interesting thoughts and uh, stories from adventures that I've had. And, yeah, so reach out to me there. I'd love to, I'd love to talk to anybody who's interested in these things and, and wants to know more. Fantastic stuff. 
Kyle, thank you so much for your time. It's been an absolute honour to have you on the show. Ladies and gentlemen, you can surround yourself with eagles or chickens. And you spent time with a true eagle, Mr. Kyle Gray, and myself, Kamal Hyman. Please continue to aim a little higher, and we will see you next time. Peace. Now, if you're listening to the show and hearing all these different amazing personal brands, and you're thinking... How do I build my personal brand and you're ready to stand out in this crowded world? Get over to www.aimalittlehigher.com and click that big green button that says join the tribe. You will join the Aim A Little Higher tribe, receive support, motivation and most importantly, a crash course in how to build your personal brand. See you there. Peace.